it is <laughs> the fantasy rugby ends. <laughs> My name is Jared Dyke. I wanted to say it's stupid and let's move on, but then you kept going. I'm Ben Glauser. I don't like any way anybody handled that. Collusion. Collusion. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome back. It is the Fantasy Rugby Yanks. My name is Jared Dyke. I'm Ben Glauser. Welcome in. Um, yeah, nothing to talk about today at all. Nothing at no, all. No, nothing. Nothing too interesting happening. Kind of a boring time in rugby. Boring weekend. Boring week. Right. Nothing at all to talk about. Shit, we're going to fly through this as much as possible. We are. <laughs> yeah, Premiership might be taking a backseat today. Just it really, except for the discussion about... The, yeah, so we'll get to that. But what like, the per, fuck? The actual rugby is probably going to take a backseat. Yeah. Sorry, we're not going to cover everything. I'm cracking my beer. Okay. Um, I am not beering because I'm yeah, coaching Yeah, I'm coach. Uh, but obviously, download, rate, review, share on your favorite app. Feedback, always welcome. Good, All that good stuff. In addition, um, in addition to beer, <laughs> my beer, uh, by our good friend, Fancy Rugby Geek George, the him a, him a coffee slash beer, however you want to call it. How uh, much appreciate it because things I think are about to get really weird in the next few weeks after this coming weekend mm-hmm. uh, in terms of fancy stuff. Yeah. So grab onto your seats weird. and um, keep your ears ears pinned to the ground, especially for what he's got to say. So give him a, give him some help. Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh, there is no discrimination here on this podcast, nor the sh- should there be in life or in sports. We had... Um, <laughs> there is. No, yeah, Fuck there it. is. There is. And there's a lot of things we can pick out for this week as well, especially mm-hmm. like the Yates report the other week. A um, uh, little bit of a fucking bullshit going on on Twitter about women referees. But, oh, yeah. Um, I saw that too. Something more local for Ben and I. Well, not local, but... Um, stateside at least is um, the happenings at the LA City Council and people being found out that probably didn't want to be found out. Nobody wants to be found out. Certainly, but yeah. In uh, well, in these terms, definitely not. Yeah. Well, one of them was in line. So um, Diane Feinstein is is one of the senators um, from California, and one of these people is like, "Ooh, you have a free Jack's beer. Nice. Jealous. Um, yeah, found that." <laughs> Uh, but one of these people is basically in line because you know how these things work uh, in line to replace her. And just a whole rec- this recording came out of basically a bunch of city council members being incredibly racist, including minority members. Um, it, it's it, it's it's fucking 2022. And these are and L.A. is obviously, um, you know, it's in California. It's a city. So it's pretty solidly Democrat. And yet. These and these are Democrats that are, you know, supposedly the good guys, you know, because as as Jared and I were saying, like, you know, you can maybe count on one hand the number of Republicans who aren't like this, although you probably wouldn't need many fingers in that. No, um, probably not. But Democrats are supposed to be the team that, that that's not like that. That doesn't, you know, we're we're anti-racist and and trying to build a better future for everyone. And yet here we are um, in 2022 with people actively working against, you know for racist causes against their own constituents um just based on race and yeah it's disgusting flat out um and they're they're starting to resign and yeah they're starting to resign and and that's good but come the fuck on 
<laughs> and the funny, there's another, like, um, I think one of the counselors there, they work for, um, like the press office or something like that of the, um, Los Angeles Sheriff's Department, LA. And, and if you don't know about the LA Sheriff's Department, um, <laughs> literally one, one of the largest and most dangerous armed gangs in the U S like it's pretty terrifying. Yeah, they are. Um, they, they are, they're basically, they are basically gangs. Like they, they will go and, and, and hurt, you know, beat up citizens and, and worse, um, because they can. And it's like, <laughs> you know, of course, you know, people like that would be supporting them too. Cause you know, that's what, that's, that's all that they but, do. Yeah. It, it, it's just such a shitty situation when, you know, citizens really can't vote for people who aren't racist. Like, there's no way to vote for them. You know, if you vote for a Republican, you're, you're voting for a racist or at least someone who will cater to racism. Yes. Um, you know, if the, the whole there should be a, you know, some organization that you can vote for that will not be like that. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, it's no win. It's no. pretty shitty. It's pretty shite. So. so, yeah, don't do that. We're against that. Yeah, no, be, don't be yeah. a racist brick. Right. Less depressing. Um, <laughs> our Patreon slightly, <laughs> slightly less depressing. <laughs> we have other depressing things to get to. <laughs> we'll get there shortly. Yeah, slightly, um, sl slightly less depressing is our Patreon. Uh, boom bust is up for the week. I'm working on the um, the rankings. I'm I actually might have them out, out tomorrow. So we'll see. How, we'll see what happens here. Yeah, um, I have all kinds of time for the sheet tomorrow. So hopefully I can get something going with all the, kinds uh, of time. The scoring thing. Yeah, we'll we'll get something up so there's no there's no yeah. not a lack of data anymore, right? Uh, we have the data. We just got to process it all. Yeah, I got to go for those create people. the thing that does all that. And mm -hmm. been busy between traveling to London and having a a dude's weekend out in Western Mass this past weekend. I have so many comments for that, but I'm not gonna say anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna keep it under my hat. All right. Um what? Just a couple of guys broing out in the in the woods in a cabin. I know. And there's no judgment on that. You can do whatever you want out there. I don't care. It's that is your business. That's your business, and I have zero judgment on that. But I just don't want to make comments just because I can poke fun of you. That's all. Um <laughs> anyway. Let's get into the really un unfortunate shit, which is this happened in a matter of if it felt fat a lot faster than Worcester, but Wasp yeah. being suspended, uh, suspended. Maybe we were just so focused on Worcester that we didn't necessarily think about Wasp having this happen. We'd heard rumblings about Wasp right. being problematic and that might go into administration, but there wasn't uh, anything about potential suspension by by uh, by the Prem. So that was kind of a shock. We were kind of hoping. And that you know, if they went into administration, it would be something that they could resolve fairly quickly, and and it would be over. Um, instead, they're just flat out suspended. Yep. And wow, that kicked up a notch. Yeah, that turned ugly fast, real real ugly fast, and mm -hmm. it now, yeah, it now leaves us in a really shitty situation for a lot of reasons. The prem has to, and there's been all sorts of rumblings now from from major. Um, English rugby, you know, um, I don't know how else to describe it, but like people, because they're like, they've been around, they might not be active, but like personalities. Yeah. Um, and influencers and whatnot, like sort your shit out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, and they just seem uh, so, 
they see so seem so unwilling to sort it out too which is like mm-hmm. you yeah, yeah. you they have need. to figure that like you can't allow that like this is bad you know it, it's funny how we thought that the issues in mlr this past season um which we did end up discussing uh <laughs> with the, 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 the lads over in in the uk which was funny um yep. now like pale in comparison to what's going on in the prem here because fuck balls like Holy. they're just like you know they they need to have a different governing body than the rfu if the, if, if, if the um you know if rfu is really just focused on the you know growing the game at the you know grassroots level if you want to do that and and like obviously producing the national team but professional side including the national team needs to have something that's working that works better than than this and um you know they, they got to like centralize things so that uh like there are open books and that teams that need help can get help and mm-hmm. you know it, before it gets to this yeah it's and yeah and then we get into the you know there's the salary cap issue well but, but like you know we kind of talked about it in our group chat too and for them the seat for the cyl like look at all these signings that these clubs are making and whether it's to, is it to make their product better or is it just to say hey we signed somebody like you know wasps signed two tight heads some probably large deals because they're you know vincent cock might be the best tight head in the world or he's certainly up there in the conversation yep and john ryan's no you know he's older but he's no slouch no when did they really need a tight head prop or did they need like you know, sent and they got Odin Odendal, but the, still, there's so much more that they needed and and probably could or just didn't you know they could have not spent that money and maybe that would have helped them right. now or reinvested it into somebody somebody right. else you know right not like not let somebody walk you know, granted they have some players that probably could have afforded to walk but point being you know you you cannot you can reinvest it into somebody else or you can extend a deal to someone mm-hmm. you know you you get a lot of really young talent yeah uh, you have a, there's a plethora of young talent throughout the whole entire league right and i would you know suggest at this point at the bare minimum these clubs need to go reinvest into those players sign these players to longer term deals to mm-hmm. one keep them in the league and two keep them on their team and That'll pay off more in spades for this league itself mm-hmm. than signing, you know, a John Ryan. Right. And, and I'm not trying to shit on John Ryan. He's a great player. He's a quality mm-hmm. player. Um, did he necessary need, though? Did he need to come here? I don't know. Right. I don't think so. I I don't think he needed to be there. I think he could have gone to a number of places. Mm-hmm. Really. Uh, and I don't. And like you said, I don't think Wasp needed him. Uh, <sighs> And as we were talking about with um, how to run a club, and there's a difference between running a club into extinction, like like wasps potentially have, um, or and and running a club like Newcastle, where they don't spend anywhere near the cap because financially it doesn't make any sense for them specifically. And I'm okay with staying within yourself and all that stuff, but there is a line between the two of them and. Uh, you know, I don't want to see us go lean so much that you know it's bare bones talent uh, over. You know, you know, there's no, it's not but, one end of the other. There's there's a middle, but there's plenty of talent available. Like mm-hmm. even if I mean, you know, sick with wasps. Look at you know Frost. 
you know, they, they pull him up you know, for, like the, the, as a hooker because they kind of have to. And he just goes on a rampage, Archer style. And rampage. <laughs> like there's there's plenty of talent available and, and they're just not. They're not getting developed properly in, in some ways, but, you know, there's. I, there's there's, you know, look at, and look at Worcester with all their talent. And, and that's not, you know, that was because the, you know, not so much the the um, administration and owners being shitheads, but the talent that they have, the young talent that they have. And, and, you know, that that's why I always consider that more of a coaching failure than anything. But they're just running out player after player after player. Like how mm-hmm. who signed with the Saturday is like a try scoring machine, but can yep. barely see the field every time he plays. He goes off. And yet he can barely see the field like there's there is talent out there if you're smart and can work towards getting it instead of looking at a name and being like, "Ooh, I like that big, shiny thing like d- manage your clubs better. Right. I, th- I think cap and, and Exeter proved it right a couple of years ago. And as much blah, as much as I'm loath to give credit to Exeter, they they want a, a pretty shit budget. Um, but even they're guilty of that. Right. Like they still they're still playing Noel and, and Ian Witten when they have. You know, like Hendrickson and, and yeah, um, uh, who is that? Uh, yeah, like uh, they have uh, who's that winger Hodge? Like they've yes. got guys out there that just don't see the field who could be start, you know, should be starting, and and so there's there's plenty of depth. You don't need a a big you know name because ultimately the the product won't make much of a difference. Yeah, I mean, is there? <laughs> there's no product when you can't put a club on the field. Right. You know, when you can't survive as a club. So that's I think that's the number one thing to kind of remember in mm-hmm. a lot of situations with this. And yeah, back to Worcester, like I think Finn Smith was one of the smartest signings that Saints have ever had. He's yeah. gonna replace Dan Bigger going forward. And mm-hmm. with their coaching staff and the way they like to play, and you know, mm-hmm. he was he I, I listened to the interview he had. They had about a five minute interview with him on uh their website and I listened mm-hmm. to it and <laughs> He's excited to go and learn and, you know, learn yeah. how to th- play this attacking Saints rugby that they've been doing because, it number one, it's what the world wants for the mm-hmm. most part. Right. Um, with the exception of the f- weird few and far between, and that's fine. We'll leave them be. Yeah. And he's – and he's – they've shown that they can develop talent. Saints are another club that's got bags of talent, and mm-hmm. a lot of it they've developed. Yes, they've signed some, and there's, there's no ignoring that. Right. But they they've still got bags of talent, and you know their backline is signings like absurd. Like yeah, they they have bigger, and that's okay. Um, but like other than that, who's their big like you know what truck Augustus? And he was like he was not, not a he was not a big name that people were talking about when he came in, right? Then you know they they try to bring in some some players from Australia and this and that, and that's that's always kind of cool, but. They're complimentary. They're not like, hey, we're going to rely on you and, and make you the centerpiece of our, and they can still throw the ball around and, and, um, and do amazing things. So it's like these other clubs in, and, and that's the other thing is you, you like, I'm kind of surprised at Wasps that they're struggling because Wasps games are box office. They're a lot of fun, at least this year. Um, right. Like how, and they have been uh, for quite a bit. They have too. Yes. So it's like, why are you struggling to fill that arena? You know, I'm, I'm we're, we both kind of probably too big Saints on right now. And and there's like nobody there. And it's yeah, a, it doesn't it was look a great good. match. It doesn't look good. They're 
the problem was i mean the problem's a lot of things going on with the arena mm -hmm. itself and i i know i know the in the most basic terms as i understand it they did a lot of pissing off of the locals with the way they went about getting that arena under them mm. and that didn't do them any favors and when the pandemic hit because they were giving away tickets and that's fine you know yeah. i have no problem with a, a few tickets to give away that that does you a lot of good in a lot of it ways does. but yep. once the pandemic hit obviously they could no longer give those away because they it no it didn't financially make sense uh certainly to not the same extent they were giving them uh and then that obviously leads to a much you know less filled arena and mm -hmm. yeah it's you gotta you gotta put butts and seats in an arena that is appropriate size for you and you know we mm -hmm. saw we, we we saw an example in in person with harlequins like fairly packed out stadium not a t not overly you know big in in uh number of seats that are available but mm -hmm. packed out or packed out stadium and that was a fun atmosphere yeah, it was and anything like that beats the mm -hmm. hell out of you know this this you know the cbs arena where they probably have a good number of people in it but it looks half empty you know it's no good it, anything like that's no good so we it's it, it, there's a many prong attack to to go with this whole thing between right. how to take care of rugby in general, um, this league specifically, mm -hmm. and then club by club. And right. it's it's it starts with getting. And for me, and one more note, and then we'll move on, because um, we could, we could go at this for a good two hours probably Obviously. if we wanted to. Yeah. Um, for me, people like. Massey Taylor, I'm not impressed with. He's a puppet no. at this point. Right. Well, I, I don't I, know if he's a puppet or just fucking a Muppet. Yeah, maybe maybe both. I don't know. <laughs> but I'm not impressed with him. So if he's going to be your face, you need to mm -hmm. sharpen him up a little bit. And a name that a few of us know at this point, um, what's his name? Paul Morgan, whatever his name is. He's got to go. Mm -hmm. He's useless. He's useless. He does he that is the, in terms of like who interacts with people when it comes to social media stuff especially mm -hmm. that is not a friendly face right now right i see that name and i'm like oh what is this Fuck idiot that. saying yeah. and i know there's others that feel that way too so mm -hmm. he's got to go like whatever he, whatever pictures he has that's preventing people from firing <laughs> him just right. deal with it and fire him okay right. he's because you know not, what the people yeah. who's got pictures of need to bite the bullet because they got to go too. So yeah, maybe like, they should go too. So <laughs> a lot of people gotta go. <laughs> everybody goes out with with that one on, this, this, on the sweep. These, there needs to be better leadership of the 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 prem, the RFU, everybody totally. involved. Like you, you yeah. do better. I think it, the I game think needs was... the game needs it. Mm -hmm. How can yeah, I think you it was that? either like, Mullins yeah. or or Ali Eakin that said something about like mm -hmm. we need leadership now, and I and I totally right. agree with that and. I don't see either one of them as leaders. So they no. may, maybe that's my biggest problem with both of them. Yeah. So poo. Poo mm -hmm. and poo some more. Mm -hmm. Well, but hopefully things in the end do find a way to work out for Wasp. And um we know that we've got 
fixtures to to move around now because you know I was just looking at I was just looking at them earlier. Um, <laughs> so at this point, Gloucester have two official games right now that they'll be down for because if assuming mm-hmm. Wasp get uh, removed from the schedule, um, yeah, London Irish have three official games. The only mm-hmm. team that's played five, all five, and will have them count is Leicester right now. Everybody wow. else has played four for one reason or another, whether they played Worcester already, they've played Wasp, right, or they Harry's have their actual buy. Yeah. So after the this weekend's too late to fix it, obviously, but right. I don't but, envy the people that are inside that office that have to rejig that. And then we mm-hmm. have Champions Cup and Challenge Cup that need to be rejigged because these clubs were in that mm-hmm. competition, and I you would assume that they're not participating in that. So I also think this another, and this is a whole another can of worms to open another day with Wasp leaving and Worcester Worcester um, being sent down and Wasp being sent down. I think this brings about another time where we need to maybe relook at the Champions Cup format and go back to the old one. And I have, I know it's, there's a lot of things that the current one brings that are good, but there's a lot of stuff that's bad. And right now it doesn't work with the number of teams the Premiership has. So mm-hmm. you can't have eight teams out of right. 11 team league going to Champions Cup. Like that really, that really yeah. doesn't work. <laughs> no, you know, you're going to end up with three, you're going to end up with two really crappy teams more than likely. At least. So it's, it's no good. So yeah. That's just my thoughts on on that as well. Again, big can of worms to open on that one. We won't attack that today. Mm-hmm. Not today. Not today, Satan. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, man. Let's go to something way better. <laughs> way, 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 way better. And yeah, Well, I guess it depends on who you are. But <laughs> uh, opening weekend of the Rugby World Cup, which is without a doubt the most exciting thing um one note that somebody had and i thought was actually a really good thing for people to kind of just remember there was one hia this weekend right one just one one so behavior can't be changed it's just a matter of how dumb are you and how bad of a coach are you (laughs) right no yeah really is and no no shortage of hard hits uh, I mean, oh no, some girls got melted. Falls <laughs> just wreck, and that whole that France South Africa match was just mm. brutal. Like that, I mean, I guess we can start there because that was the first match. That's the like, first match, yeah. <laughs> um, just like South Africa playing very South African rugby, um, mm-hmm. and yeah, that France obviously it kind of outclassed them, but that's because you know South Africa are, are, are building. But they have that they have that South African uh, power down. That's that's for sure. Yes, that that is unquestionable at this point. Right. I would the, say the aggression is there. Um, so uh, and then, but France were just uh, dangerous yeah. all 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 over the place. Just um, the speed, the the power when they needed it. Like just really played that game very well. Mm, the um, yeah, the. Uh... French scrum half senses just like yep otherworldly right now mm-hmm. compared to a lot of people. So <laughs> speaking of the French team though, there was a I think it was World Rugby magazine or something like that. Whatever it was, they were they put out a 15 of the week and it had no French players. It had one American and it had one 
South African player. I was like, I don't think you know what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> I really don't think you know what you're doing. No. Because that's pretty bad. Right. Uh, but in any case. Menager played well. Yes. Um, obviously, Sansu's played well. Um, Carolyn Duran was, was Duran fantastic. Was good. Yep. Um, what else are you going to say? Like, but I think that's also kind of a credit to South Africa for, you know, the defending as well as they did. I mean, it's, it's I know it's a 40 point, 40 to five match, but that this could have been double that if easily, um, if South Africa were, you know, were, were unprepared, were really unprepared and weren't, uh, didn't play the, the type of defense that they did. Um, so, yeah, well, you know, credit to South Africa for really kind of stifling France's attack. They they, had, like, this was interesting through, up until but, yeah. 10 minutes ago. Right. Right. That's when I it kind of fell that. apart. Yeah. <laughs> so I will, say, I will say this was interesting because the the second half came on and I was like, all right, the first team to score has got to be the South Africans. And mm-hmm. if we if this game's mm-hmm. gonna stay interesting, and it was, but the quality and the depth and you know, just the experience of France mm-hmm. eventually overtook them in those last 10 minutes and Juron and Grusig both got over and that was the end. <laughs> it's like, yeah, and right. there goes that. It's it's a good it's a good showing for South Africa in a lot of ways. Uh, makes makes teams probably not want to play them, you know, mm-hmm. certainly not excited to play them just cuz that physicality <laughs> beats you up very very much so. It does. And it, it does. does um it does take a toll. But it's uh it, it's it's growing. So we we like growing. Mm-hmm. It's always good. Um, but yes, France are quality and uh, to say and, and we we expect them in the knockout unquestionably. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of expecting to go to the knockout, <laughs> England and Fiji. We won't spend too much time on this. And uh, the first half was interesting because the Fijians were able to take take advantage of a couple opportunities and, and dot down and twenty four fourteen at half is certainly respectable and somebody said that like this is only what fiji's sixth test match together or something like that i was like wow holy shit yeah, no yeah. wonder they're gonna get and yeah of course they got pumped afterwards i was like right. duh it kind of yeah it fell apart they could only they could only stay in it for so long and and they i mean their athleticism their ball movement was excellent it's just that england are that good yes, <laughs> yeah, yes i mean put are. it this way and, and we'll get to the u.s in a bit i i like both of these losing teams um that we've talked about already, Fiji and South Africa. I really wouldn't be comfortable if the the Eagles were playing them. No, for their own for their own different reasons. Yes, right. I agree. Because holy cow, were they were Fiji dangerous? Um, but just it was the class of England that 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 just made it look that you know <laughs> that mm. bad. Yeah, and and this was. Yeah, and you could see what the Fijians were going for, and the the passes, and they were playing their very own way which was great um a lot of these women played for the fijian team in super w as well so mm-hmm. that's good um or they played for the fijian sevens team which is also good um so there is some to say there's no experience here is wrong but obviously the the gap is still very big between england and mm-hmm. fiji but they tried to stay true to their identity which is something i really really appreciate and the more they do it the more matches they get with this mm-hmm. with the, together the more those fun passes are going to stick, and then that's yeah. going to turn into so, some real, real fun stuff to watch. Mm-hmm. So I, I can only hope that that, that comes through um, in the end. Of I course, we'd be remiss if we didn't say how great it was to see Abby Dow score a try. Oh, God, yes. 
God, yes. Thank God. I was, mm-hmm. you know, and talk about a race against time with her yeah. and the leg break and oof. Mm-hmm. It was like, ooh, that's she's, not she's good, back. She's ready. Like that's that's awesome. Yes, that's good that, for her. Yeah, I couldn't couldn't have been happier for because although Claudia McDonald did okay. Oh God, was it four or five? <laughs> four. four. Sheesh. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, one more right, right near the end. Right. Yep. It's but this it, this this became a a, a, a kind of a. <laughs> a meaningless exercise after a certain point. I think yeah. it was about the 60th minute. I was like, this game's over. <laughs> yep. That was started doing it. my uh... I mean it was over before that. Yeah. It was kind of like yeah. After the, the the second try or so in the second half, it was like, no, this, mm-hmm. this is over. Yeah, I started making breakfast and just kind of had this on in the background <laughs> after that. I was like, mm, it's breakfast time. <laughs> and then the match of the day, unquestionably, I would say, and mm-hmm. the scoreline does not do it justice. Uh, no, it the Wallaroos and and the the Black Ferns and what an atmosphere! Yes, what an atmosphere it was at Eden Park for this game. It was awesome to see this go on and that the, haka. Yeah, the haka the the Black uh, Ferns laid down was phenomenal and the the crowd reaction that was a that was a like fucking serious business right there Mm -hmm. it was it sends shivers down one spine right um yeah just like the whole that right from the start i was i was in i was watching this Mm -hmm. while i was you know while i'm trying to do work but at the same time (laughs) good luck with that right let me stop for this haka and then you know just to, to you know see and then i was like uh, no, I on your part. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was a poor decision oh, okay. on your part. In. Yeah, <laughs> I'm in. There's no, there's no getting away from this now. Um, and Australia just coming out the the seven, you know, seventeen straight points. Um, no backing down from from Australia. Just Mm-mm. just setting the, you know, that was a hell of a response to that kind of haka too. Um, like we're coming out firing. Scoring, right. you know, thirteen and again and sixteen minutes in, like, okay, like yeah, they showed me a lot too. Mm-hmm. And this was their third time playing these this team in mm-hmm. inside of what two months. Yeah, so you know they kind of knew helps. what was coming, but um, yeah, it's one thing to to kind of know what to expect. It's another to to score that you know seventeen straight on New Zealand is not an easy feat. Um, you know, on any any New Zealand team, um, right. And, and then, then I know and it really was it was the two yellows in, in the one sequence that I think definitely was the game. Definitely. That was well, that was about it. And even before that, I noticed so I was noticing like New Zealand was trying that tip on and it just wasn't mm-hmm. coming off. And shortly, I think it was shortly after the seven the the second or the third try went over, they decided, all right, let's conserve for just a little bit. And they stopped doing the tip on for just about 10 minutes or so mm-hmm. and they started to get a better platform they started to go forward more they started to get better ball and quicker ball mm-hmm. and then they started to open that back up again which i thought was a good tactic change for them in that 10 minutes or so so whether that was down to the coaches or the captains either way um very mm-hmm. good stuff from them and then ruby Tui, like <laughs> <laughs> i i heard i think your books on my porch like um, i can't i can't <laughs> wait to cut into it it's gonna be great um, but uh, 
if there's someone you can cheer for, it's got to be her because she's just such a great. And we and we talk about rugby being in trouble and stuff like that. It's personalities like her that we need to push to the front and certainly put her out there and you know make her a thing if you want because it's she's a superstar to those of us that watch the game, mm-hmm. but she's not a superstar in the world and she could be. Right, and, really and all you have be. to do is listen to her. Like, you know, it, take a cue from professional wrestling. Interviews matter, and and mm-hmm. being that that personality, being that willing to go and and be open, and honest, and positive, and excited, like all those things. That's that's infectious. Excitement and enthusiasm are infectious, and she has both of those, and can um, and can project it really well. You know, some people have that enthusiasm and um, and can't pull it off as far as, you know, um, expressing it to others and, and making it kind of co- coherent because, you know, like a Ray Lewis type who, who has a lot of enthusiasm, but uh, <laughs> it never makes sense when say? he comes out. No, yeah. <laughs> dude, um, can you repeat that? I have no idea what you just said. <laughs> right. And then there's plenty of people who who have who can can talk a lot and, talk, and present themselves well, but have zero enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. You need people like. Uh, Ruby Tui, who have that, who have both, and um, and bring that engagement because you can't help but smile when she's when she's talking about the sport and talking about the game. Yeah, and um, her and her love for mm-hmm. her teammates, her her country right. is just so obvious, and you know the impassioned anthems of all the countries this past right. weekend was just so great to see. And that the this is test level rugby at its finest, and this is exactly what we got. And it's right. just, oh. and and I I think we both. Um, our our fawning over Stacy Fluler in person is really what inspired her. Such a great yeah, performance too. Uh, she looked a little scary during that hockey. <laughs> she did. Holy I show, shit! I showed it to the to the high school girls, and they yeah. were all just like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, "I've met her. She's actually not that crazy, but she right, looks no. pretty busy <laughs> here, right?" Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "I met her. She's actually very nice, right. but that looks very scary." <laughs> Uh, love it. The intensity, the intensity, mm-hmm. man. That's and that's that's what it is required going to be for them, especially for the Black Ferns. It is going to require some serious intensity for them to go all the way to the final and potentially, mm-hmm. you know, win a home World Cup. So yeah, yeah a lot of pressure on them, and you know they're gonna they're gonna need that intensity. So gotta love it from the players, and it's a uh, it, it. This is two things. One, New Zealand. Might be back. We don't know mm-hmm. yet, but they they certainly put their hand up again. Appear to be. And Australia are somebody to be taking very very seriously going mm-hmm. forward. So just everybody, hold on to your hats. Yeah. Pule is going to get real rocky real quick. I have a feeling. And then ugh, Sunday, oh, oh, this is frustration. At the minimum for me, and it's, I, I have, I have two issues, personnel wise, with the U.S. You obviously we're talking about U.S. and Italy, um, first game from Sunday. I have two issues personnel wise. One is Nikki James, mm-hmm. not doing it for me. I don't, and I don't no. get what the commentators are saying. I'm like, nope. Like the scrum penalty that Hope Rogers won, I was like. Mm, Nope, yeah. that was all Hope Rogers. I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about. Um, yeah. And Rob Kane saying she's such a great scrummager. I was like, Mm-mm, she's shit. No, she's not. She's garbage. She's garbage. I, there was there was another time where she just like 
she was in she was the the clear support in a run and like kind of stood there while the tackle was made and I saw that and then the other opposition just comes in and takes it and she's like oh i guess it's my turn to rock and it's like you know they're on it before way too uh, way yeah, too slow she's just standing there watching it and i'm like you like i, I get it they're big right but you look at them again i think I'm, I'm sure i've said it before you look at the props who are on like the other teams and mm-hmm. they're much more fit they're much more effective they don't get their ball stripped by wings hope rogers um they like they play rugby these are just fucking like the the, the u.s team is a bunch of gym rats who happen to play on a field with a rugby ball hmm like I get Hope Rogers and Nick James are, are strong. They're not very fit. The rest of the team is is kind of strong and fit, but doesn't know what the fuck they're doing with a rugby ball at all. Like, and that was mm. like you look at the, that, and that was the difference in this match, is that Italy were were able to move the ball around, play open, you know, support them, the, you know, their their players in, in open field, like you know, run a switch line, but then be in support if it's a dummy instead of just being like, oh, they didn't get the ball, but so I'm just going to stop and and kind of not sure you know thumb up my ass kind of thing like it, it's too yeah um th- there's got to be better better coaching at this level mm-hmm. and it's just not happening and with with all that with all that this match still could have been different mm-hmm. if a left kelter had the t mm-hmm. debbie cantona should not have the t period no. end of story she right. missed one right in front right yeah. in front and that would have given us the lead the second time and who knows what at that point and and obviously Italy still scored plenty of more points but it still can change the game something like that you know it's it's a mental thing so you know if you can't even hit a penalty kick right in front or or you know whatever a kick from right in front there's the, the other team's like oh cool we can do whatever the fuck we want mm-hmm. we can get penalties and we don't have to worry about you you know, hurting us that way. Whereas all of a sudden you, you hit a kick, you know, for that's, that's moderately difficult. And suddenly the other team has to be like, okay, now we have to think about what we're doing because we can't be stupid. Absolutely. It'll hurt us. Absolutely. And, um, I don't, here's the thing. If you bring a backup hooker to an international world cup tournament Mm -hmm. and your starting hooker is, shit and i'm sorry kitzlinski couldn't fucking hit a throw to save her life bar no. one or two right you need to make that call and say all right i'm bringing on my backup if you yeah. don't have the confidence in it what the fuck are you doing with that person there right or why aren't you coaching better one of those two things yeah is true maybe both i don't how, know right. so that was how a real annoyance for me yeah. how trader didn't see the field how test fury didn't see the field i right i Same. don't understand that i mean and, and you know we did talk about we talked about Kelter being at fifteen rather than at thirteen where she should be. I can and, live with that, but all those those other things, yeah, being altered, I think the match is different. I think, I think Kelter like getting you, the ball like she did get the ball more from fifty. I think she she was more involved in attack, but not. Mm-hmm. It still was a little bit forced, and she was going from way too deep to have to come onto it and. Mm-hmm. Ugh. When you, th- when you don't th- have much attack, like you need your your attacking players to yeah. to be around the ball. I thought so for the U.S. I thought the entire back row was good. Um, mm-hmm. Jacoby, when she came on, she was she had energy. She was fucking busy. Mm-hmm. So I love to see that. Somebody I harped on before, but I think 
she either listens to me or somebody somebody <laughs> got to her. Olivia Ortiz's footwork was much better, as I noticed it. Like, got it and got rid of it. I was like, mm-hmm. all right, that's what I've been waiting for for you. Yeah. So now I at least feel confident that we have two quality nines. So that's not a problem for me. But, you know, and on the flip side, I don't want to completely ignore, ignore the Izuri because they did play a hell of a match. Mm-hmm. Um, they had they had to make a late change and they had an early, early injury. And they responded extremely well to mm-hmm. that, to the whole thing. And uh, Franco was the fucking, yeah, she was annoying <laughs> to <laughs> say the least. I was like that. And I was like, oh, it's her again. It's her yep. again. Fuck. Yep. Every time, every freaking time. Quality like, okay, sevenry right there. Yeah, yeah, super, super duper. Uh, Solari, I thought was great at the, th- at the outside thirteen channel there. I thought she was great, mm-hmm. and she was good off the tee on top of it, which helped. It was. Um, yeah. So, Italians rightfully won this match. No, no question in my mind. Uh, mm-hmm. There was, yeah. There's a lot missing from from the U.S. team, and I, I I'm actually still scared of what the hell's going to happen with the J- Japan match this weekend. I really yeah. am, and that's. Not awesome. And that's before we get to Canada. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's huh. still that part. So, it, and as I understand it, it might be, it might not be. Um, it's one through eight, and I think they just seed them like the top three. They th- they they'll seed the three pool winners. They'll seed the the three runners up, and then the final two um, third place finish best first third place finishers. So, if you're the U.S. I think it's really fair to say the likelihood is one and two are going to be England and New Zealand, whatever order that is, whatever. Mm-hmm. If you're one of those two third place teams, that's who you're getting in the quarterfinals. So yeah. um, if that's how it's laid out, which I, I think it likely is, mm-hmm. I want to avoid that third place spot right now. Okay. Right now we're technically holding one of them. I'd like to hold a, a, run, a runner's up spot at best. Mm-hmm. So, you know, or at worst, I should say. And hopefully somehow we can still win the goddamn group. I have no idea what that looks like. First things first, take care of Japan and then figure it out from there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it was <laughs> Italy putting their hand up again. Shocker. Shocker of the day. Yeah, let's go to Canada now. Uh, Japan and Canada. This might flatter Japan a little bit, actually. I, I think Canada missed some opportunities, if I'm honest. I wouldn't. Um, I I couldn't get to see this one or, or the the next one. I did, um, and I thought, I thought the Canadian women looked superb. And um, there comes a point where the speed is great, but if you don't have the strength to go with it, you get mm-hmm. pulled over. And that I think Canada figured that out early, yeah, or at least to a point, and they they used it well. Um, That's always been a thing for well. That has has long been a thing for Japan. Mm-hmm. It's getting better now, um, at least from the men's side. Um, the women, I, I obviously have a, have a little yes. room to catch up. Right, and they they I appreciate that they try to they do pl- try and play a similar style. They want to play some fast stuff. They want mm-hmm. they want to play open, but you have to have the physicality on defense to match it, and also at the contact area at the at mm-hmm. the you know the breakdown area, you have to be able to match that as well. Uh, didn't have it in my opinion in in any means whatsoever, and yeah, the the Canadian women just figured it all, all out. Um, yeah, well, Sophie Goody is, is Goody. Three... Oh, she's very good. <laughs> and Totosi had what a hat trick in fifty minutes. So were they yep. were those all mall tries or were they or like? Um, one of them was not. Tries? Okay. One of them was not. The other two were. Okay. 
So she did have one open field one. That's nice. And she did look generally good overall. Overall, So I'll, I'll give her that. Yeah, Canada scares me right now. And I know we beat them in, in a little bit over the summer. But I'm now, I'm right now. like seeing what I've seen out of both teams in recent weeks mm-hmm. scares me a bit. Mm-hmm. Just going to say that. So I think, um, yeah, I'm, hopefully we don't have to dive too much further into something, anything about Rob Kane and we can beat Japan as um, you know, the Eagles could beat the Japanese. But yeah, I'm still terrified. <laughs> I'm still terrified. And then we go to the match of the weekend, unquestionably in my mind, which was Wales and Scotland. And <laughs> Wales had a whole three points in the second half, but it was it was at the right time yeah. and in the right place. Right. <laughs> oh, man, this this was intense. This was so tense right down to the wire. Uh, Jazz Joyce got a yellow card at, at the end of the game. That that hurt him. Um, trying to think of who the other yellow card went to, but uh, either way, it was like oh, Pope, the uh, the problem. Yes, yes, that's who it was. I, oh yeah, because it was I think it was a scrum penalty that she kept giving away. Mm. So it was no good. It it, it it looked great, all rosy for for Wales first half. No mm-hmm. problems, smooth sailing. Scotland kind of just couldn't get out of their own way. And then the Scots woke up, and mm-hmm. oh, the players that stood up for this for the Scotland team were names that you and I know quite well, and I hope more people now know them. But like Conkle, uh, Bonner, Malcolm, Skeldon. I thought Skeldon played terrific, mm-hmm. a terrific match. Um, Chloe Raleigh, Ronald Lloyd, you know Gaffney. They were all superb, mm-hmm. uh, especially in that second half, coming after it. It was, oh, man, and there was a double whammy, unfortunately. Uh, Butcher's on the break. I think it was Joyce on her hip. All she's got to do is give it, and Joyce is over the line, and this is no longer even a question. This is mm-hmm. now. This is definitely Wales's match, and she ate it. And unfortunately, I think on top of it, she now she's now going to miss out on the rest of the World Cup because the tackle, oh. tackle was very awkward, and I think she did her knee. Oh. I was like, oh, that looked like a knee, <laughs> and... I think it was. I was like, oh, oh man. Either way, she's. I think she's missing the rest of the World Cup, which sucks. But um, in the end, they got what they do like twenty two phases at the last. Wow. In the in the last uh, passage of play, Wales did, and oh, Bevan knocks the penalty over, and it, I was like, it, it was good <laughs> all the way out. Um, I was just like, that was a good kick. That was a really good kick at that. So it was a. Gr- this was a great game. This is a great a game. This is a great advert for, mm-hmm. for for the game and for women's rugby. And um, uh, both teams should be proud. And I hope both nations are very proud of the way they stood up because this was a. I was having fun watching this match. Yeah, I was supposed to be doing where, work. I was supposed right. to be doing work. And I, I couldn't take my eyes off it. Yeah, and this is one where it's on my. It's still on my list. I know we. You know, usually I I don't watch matches after we do the pod. Um, Unless you know something, go awesome, watch it. You know. Go watch but this, this one. one. You're right. This one is going to be one of the ones where I'm definitely going to go watch it. Yeah, go wa- go watch this one for sure. All right. Well, got a little bit of time, so we'll dive into what happened over in the Premiership. That's that we can. <laughs> yeah, that we can because this would ha- this past weekend would have still been one of the Worcester weekends as well. So we had. Uh, a couple extra teams off, unfortunately, unfortunately, or an extra team off. Um, 
I don't want to spend too much time on to, yeah, on, on these. Um, Bristol, Bristol, Bristol and Exeter. Poor defensively from Bristol. What are Bristol now? Like I, I, I don't know what to do with them. They're in gotta see it territory now. Yeah, they really are. Maybe it'll help when Red Raja is back. Well, it can't it be. It can't rely on one player though. That's yeah, but thing. that's kind of a glue thing. Like they've got all these these. They do have decent players. It's just not coming together. Yeah, to, like fucking, they're they're just uh, so disjointed. I'm pissed at Toby Fricker. He he probably cost them two tries. Honestly, yeah. Learn yeah. how to pass, you stupid fuck. Right, that's like, true. He come did. on, he, he was very selfish. He bottled two of them. I was like, yeah. oh, you idiot, and I would abs- I would melt him if I was a coach. Yeah, and I was like, you freaking dope. I, I if it was my teammate, maybe not the coach, but if he was one of my teammates, <laughs> I'd absolutely freaking rinse him out. Um, right, really bad, and then at the end they just kind of. Yeah, unfortunately, here's the bad part: at the end they just kind of gave up. They did, which is the thing that Pat Lamb's probably going to kick the kick their ass the most about. Yeah, certainly would be what I would be pissed about the most is like, listen, in those last ten minutes, you guys quit, and that is what would absolutely one hundred percent annoy it's, me it's, as a coach it's not and even as a fan. That. They gave up. They gave up what one, two, three, four, five tries in the last thirty minutes. Mm. Just I. I five try like yeah no unacceptable totally i agree i agree wholeheartedly um yeah it's it's sad because this was a team i was excited about and me too and they're they're just kind of i'm not so excited about no more and yeah and i like exeter i don't think they were too much to write home about they just they they scored you know i mean what the the cow and dicky try was off the intercept and yep like um the the noel tries were were walkovers like you yeah. yeah, when we're talking about Jack Noel scoring multiple tries, it's that kind of game. Yeah, you gave up. Yeah, you guys, you guys messed up. Way to go. Yeah. Way to go. Um, something maybe worth a little bit more of our time. Um, Bath and Gloucester. Good match overall. Uh, Gloucester have kind of <laughs> haven't really got a chance to get going because they've been they've had so many off weeks. <laughs> right. So uh, they're in it now. Since starts. Yeah, they're in it now though. Um. I said it in my column. I fucking hate Ben Meehan now. I don't know if I mentioned that like to that extreme. I find him extremely annoying. Like he's a little pissant to this point. And you know, the card was just like icing on the cake. I was like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> like you're not you're not even that good where you can be a pissant and at least, you know, win over some respect. Like mm-hmm. you're shit. And you're a pissant on top of it all. I like, didn't see what he did. I mean, I didn't because uh, I, I he's just a, he's just a general annoyance all around. And I know nines tend to be that way, but he is just the the he's over the edge in terms of what's acceptable for a nine to be a little okay. turd. So is he, for me, is he going in, into faff territory, getting up there. I, I mentioned him in the same sentence in my column. So <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah, he's on my shit list. So that's definitive. Um, yeah. So yeah, fuck him. Uh, I I, will, I hope Charlie Chapman plays a lot more because this guy's really getting on my nerves. Yeah, and Chapman's better anyway. I think so too. I also think so too. Um, for Bath, and that's actually kind of the thing we were talking about earlier with Chapman. You know, being Ben Mean is is a name, right? He's played international. He's, I think he has, right? No, he hasn't. No, he hasn't. He's okay. never played international. I thought he had. Anyway, um, age grade maybe, but that's it. Yeah. Um, but just kind of you know. Uh, you know, outside of the the shit housery, he's kind of your your you know average scrum half. Whereas mm-hmm. Chapman is like young and 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 fiery and and can go. 
and coaches are relying more on the on the steady hand rather than the live wire. Like we're seeing that, you know, obviously in, in Leicester too. We have Jack Van Portfleet, and um, there, there's so many young players that are that are playing a, a more aggressive and, and entertaining style of rugby, and, and coaches are not going with it. So, right, less me and more more Chapman, please, please, and the and the likes mm-hmm. uh, for Bath. A guy that I'm really excited to have back in form and that looks like he's going to be a problem for defenses and Miles Reed. No, uh, him too. Him too. Very excited. <laughs> he looks, he looked great. Uh, Coca, Joe Coca and a singer. Yes. Like, oh, yes. He's a problem. He, now. he, he, him in full form and full flight. Mm-hmm. That's what form looks like, folks. Not mm-hmm. just because you're healthy, but be- you are healthy and you are doing damage and you are busy and he is busy. And he's also he a big boy on top of it all, he which is. means he, you know, if he wants to go into that 12 channel and try and take a crash ball, mm-hmm. he can do it. And he's got the speed to get away once he's, if he's free. So he it's really, it's really terrifying for defense. He's like really. a s- slightly smaller, much more fit Nadolo there. Like, mm. yeah, you can go because yeah. he can usually go the distance as well. Right. Yeah, that yes, exactly. He can play 80. Mm-hmm. always helpful and and we just you know in in a lot of ways i thought bath had this and they just found ways to bottle it left right and center mm-hmm. which is really which, disappointing yeah they're not they're not ready yet but no. there's a lot to like there there's, there's a lot so much to like with bath um that they're they're scoring tries they're they're moving the ball around um yeah there's good stuff but but you know they got to start turning that into wins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got and I. I, I mean, one hundred thirty-five peri- points scored. Let me see that. That's you know um, ahead of one. And I'm not accounting for games played, but one, two, four, five, six. So they're they're you know they're ahead of six teams in terms of points scored, and mm-hmm. and they've played five matches. Yes, yeah, some of those other teams have only played four, but. They're scoring points. They're yeah. they just gotta you know not be last in the league in points against, which they are. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that, that, that's not the super. problem. They got to sort out. Yeah, points so. four is good though. It's it's it, that's that's a step forward from from last year. Certainly, and I I really hope we see more Orlando Bailey and less. Mm-hmm. And I like Pierce Francis. Let's push him back. And maybe he is the cover at ten. But let's right. let Orbe- Orlando Bailey has earned it from last year. And I know this is a new coach, but still, mm-hmm. like, looking back to last year, I feel like Orlando Bailey should have this 10 shirt at this point and be given mm-hmm. a little bit more freedom to make some mistakes. And, you know, because I think when he's he's firing, he's going to produce some really fun stuff. So right. Just, you, know, and you can always do the, the Gopper thing and, and put Francis at at 12 if you wanted to. I know you have Ojomo and there's there's all sorts of people there, but. That's a you know every so often you can slot him in there and just that give an option yeah you know give Bailey because he can play twelve he played twelve very well with um with the Saints mm-hmm. so that's an option just to give um give Bailey and and have a coach out in the field with him too right right agreed uh let's jump over to Welford Road Sale and Lester. A combination of messages come out of this for me. Lester aren't what they were, Mm-mm. and we know that. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I think this is somewhat safe to say at this point with this match. And Sale might have something cooking. I mean, 
they're not it and there there are some there's some good parts of their games some parts of the games where i'm like yeah um right but they are <laughs> the there's a certain player that's going to make them very very watchable for going forward as long as he's available and that's rafi quirk right like 40 that, minutes of Rafi Quirk is totally worth watching that match. Like, that's <laughs> like, here comes Rafi. All right. This is the part that I was waiting for. <laughs> and yeah, he he is, he's worth the price of admission, folks. Mm-hmm. So that is a guy to watch and set up a try, score to try. Like, yeah, I love it. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what he does the rest of the season. And hopefully he gets picked for England as well. But yeah, that dude, that dude's awesome. And well, like, he, he made Tom Curry look good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, <laughs> in terms of attacking lot. sense, in terms yeah. of attacking sense. Right. <laughs> says a lot. It does. It's hard to make him look like an attacking player. So yeah, well done. But it's it, so he's he's great. And we see we saw the we saw sale last year with um, these young spry and very, you know, very lightning wings with. Robach, mm-hmm. Aaron Reed. We saw Luke James turn into it. And now you get to add um Tom O'Flaherty into it. Mm-hmm. And you get to add Joe Carpenter into it as well. Who right. both have looked very, very good since uh getting into the first team for sale. So in terms of that, like honestly, their centers don't do much. They don't need to with those guys, though. Mm-hmm. With those guys on the outside, they don't need to. Just hold your water and don't fuck up. Like, period. Those are the mm-hmm. only things you two need to do in the middle. Don't do much and for whatever reason, Robert Dupree has found a way to attack. I don't know how, but he has. So, <laughs> right. Well, I don't know where this this Robert Dupree came from, but uh, stick around, please. This is an impersonation, I swear, because <laughs> it's yeah. not the one we've seen certainly in the last couple of years. I don't think. No. So, yeah, just lo- there are good things to like about Sale. Who knew? <laughs> <laughs> I still want to slap John Ross every time I see him, but of I'll course. try and ignore that in favor of the rest of the stuff. Um. <laughs> And for Leicester, it's just it's they went for penalties a lot. One of some of which were way out, so I don't blame them. Um, but they're going to have to find ways to get over the get over the line here because, especially and especially with like J- Jasper is back, he muscled his way over. You have Julian Montoya back, like use him, right? That lineup mall was key to that to their success last year, and. Mm-hmm. He's not gone. I know Genji is, but he's not gone. He's still right. just as good at getting this thing over. Like, don't get away from that. I, I, I just, I am wonder, and and you know, Harry Potter looked good this weekend, and mm-hmm. not, wasn't sure I was we were going to see that this year, and he did. And there's still lots to like about what this Leicester team team has. They're just, they're not gelling well, and mm-hmm. a little bit of personnel selection issue in my in my book. And then a little bit of just like sometimes not knowing the left, not knowing the right's doing. Right. You know, I'm just neither's great. <laughs> neither's great. So, yeah, Steve Worthwick, let's see how good of a coach you are because. Yeah, that's got it. I've been harping on him a little bit about his coach. coaching. Right. And, and, uh, and, I, and I and I discussed the, that whole thing with um friend of you and I, uh, yeah. Ollie, and he said, yeah. I know everybody wants him as like the next England coach, but let's wait and see if he can do it again. Yeah. Right now the answer is not good. So right. Just throwing that out there. Uh, don't need to spend too much time up on, um, up in the tune here. Uh, it was 26, nothing at halftime and it wasn't quite all she wrote, but it no, was, up but there. that's because, you know, because of the red card and all that, but um, right. And 
Uh, and Mako got three weeks. Could go down to two because if he takes a course. Right. Um, that's his first <laughs> ever red. That is his first ever red card. Which is that? That's okay. I I, I kind of gentle giant to hear that, but yeah, that, that he's um as physical as he is. You know that's what happens. You 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 miss a little bit. And... <laughs> he missed a lot, <laughs> <laughs> or you miss a lot. Um, <laughs> he missed a lot. Yeah. He knew he fucked up. He's like, right. ah, I am in so much trouble, aren't I? <laughs> yes, so, you are. Yes, um, you are. You big dumbass. Although with that, that whole incident, there's another nine that's officially on my shit list, and I'll never call him anything other than Mickey, and that's Mickey Young. Oh, you know, yeah. He wants us. Even even Wayne Barnes doesn't give him the respect of Michael. He calls him Mickey still, which yeah. was awesome to hear. I was <laughs> like, "Yeah, see, there's a reason that you haven't been called Michael yet because nobody likes you." And he right. I, he didn't outright punch Mako on the floor, but it was goddamn close. And I was like, "Dude, <laughs> I know he freaking fucked up and did something, but like the reaction to try and punch a dude while he's on the floor is just absolute bullshit." Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry if Mako gets a gets a hold of you, Mickey Young, he's gonna eat you. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just remember that. <laughs> Right. Just remember that before, and and God knows he'll be the type to take a swing and then step back and let the big guy step in front of him. Like, of course, that's exactly what he would do. So fuck him. Anyway, yeah, um, yeah rugby was fantastic. Elliot Daly looks like he's having fun again, which is does. only bad news for defenses and good news for Sari. Sari's uh, a bit of a change. A few changes here. Jinx is obviously out. Um, uh, Will Willie got the day off. Capelli Piffoletti plug and play, no big deal. Right. And he's he's had his bad days too. So I'm not saying Piffoletti's gonna be, you know, any sort of major league answer. It's still Willie going forward. But I think yeah, Piffoletti should be the second though. Right. Going up to the tune, you're fine with, with Piffoletti at, at hook. As your starter, yep. Too much. Yep, I agree. So uh real good stuff from the boys in black, Josh Hallett's minutes, which is great. I another guy I hope that we get to see more minutes. Uh, getting put right. into him. Um, Another young guy, holy shit, academy guy who's who scored on his debut. Like this, you know, you you, you can't score on, de- on debut if you get hidden on the on the bench mm. or, or at least in in reserves for forever. Like get him right. out there, warm up. You know, I mean, yeah, I'm not talking about obviously the tr- in this match, but but his his debut earlier this year. But yeah, get him more opportunities. You know, you know, you have the team around. Like trust the guys around you around him that can mm-hmm. lift him up. And Saris, Saris will do that. So, you know, maybe other teams should should start looking into stuff like that too. Right. Yeah, agreed. Um, let's see. He did. He has played a couple of matches in the past, but not many. Mm-hmm. He's got one, two. Yeah, he's only got three matches before this year. Oh, okay, so. so maybe it wasn't. Maybe not debut. Maybe starting debut. I guess. Yeah. Like yeah. Forward. Yeah. It was so. It was so good. Right. Um, yeah. Still good to see a young player out there for, um, for the for the series and. Hopefully that's somebody that they can lean on more going forward and they can let somebody like Duncan Taylor walk after this year. Yeah. You know, don't need him no more. No respect. No, no disrespect to him, but Right. But he's not what he used to be. Oh, definitively not. God, this premiership the premiership site is so fucking annoying. Like I'm trying to go into the to the Wasps the and Saints game and the report's oh. not there. Like, dude, this yeah. is a problem. It wasn't there for Saturdays and and no, it wasn't there either. But I, they at least had the overview of it, so I could kind of look at the. I could yeah, recap the scoring nothing. and stuff. There's <laughs> nothing. You want to do better, Thank Premiership? You. Fix this shit. This is basic. <laughs> this is basic stuff. Like, get your website up and running so people can look at stuff from the matches. It's not hard. Why is that? Mm-hmm. Like, 
that should not be need to be said. The fact that it needs to be said, that is a micro microcosm of everything right there. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, man. Anyway, um, it was it was a great match uh, over up in the Coventry, which was end up being, as we know, as we know it, probably the last for Wasps at the CBS. Yeah, uh, it was absolutely wild. This was so, I watched <laughs> I watched um, I, I turned on the second half mm-hmm. because I think I was watching one of the other one of the World Cup games on my iPad, and then I tuned into this for the second half on my iPad and had the series on the mm-hmm. TV, and then I flipped it when series. Right. <laughs> Ran away. Um, <laughs> right. Which didn't take too long, but still. And yeah, this was totally worth the watch. Uh, Jacob Mumaga getting a red card was a huge problem f- for them. Obviously, that was mm-hmm. mm, less than ideal. Uh, you know, Wa-, Wa started off great. They, you know, Nizam Carr looked great. Jack Willis, obviously. So many names that are just going to be missed mm-hmm. by this fucking league. Um, you know, right, as many as there were with Worcester, there's there's more with Wasp, which is sad. there are because that's I mean, they're a better, better club, unfortunately. Like, you know, not unfortunately, but just that's the way it goes. Like, yeah, I mean, the will both Willis's the car has come on amazing for this mm-hmm. team, Barbary, um, Barbary, you know, and and I, mean, um, I know he's out, but still, yeah, and Shields have been awesome too. Yep. And, Atkin- and Atkinson was great this match, yeah, Atkinson was awesome this match, and I. Yeah, I mean, you know, I I had to eat my hat. I was like, okay, never mind. He's good yeah, without he's the good. tea. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, yeah, I had to eat my hat with that one. Yeah, Atkinson was great. Uh, freaking, you got, you know, O Dog was back and he was looking mm-hmm. good. And then did he score? Yeah, he did score. He did right score. There. He did score. Yeah. Um, and then you had the Saints just roar back in the last what five minutes or something like that with two tries. Like, mm-hmm. oh. So much fun, you know. Alex Coles is a thing. He is. Don't don't, don't deny it. He is a thing. No, uh, that was a sweet try he had. Yeah, yeah. Well, he had two on the day. So right. Well, the yeah, the <laughs> the, the from this the first half one. Mm-hmm. Was, the, uh, the second half one's pretty good too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so there's that. Lewis Ludlam was excellent. Uh, mm-hmm. Truck came off the bench and basically gave <laughs> uh Bill Dallas in the middle finger like fuck you you're starting me from now on <laughs> yeah. um, you know it's, it's uh bigger came off which was less than helpful but still like right. I think Fairbanks slotted in at 10 and it was no no big deal um slay home just wheels wheels for days just absolutely fantastic and this both teams played very, very well and incredibly well. And uh, we saw Dave Ribbons return, and <laughs> he knocked some. He knocked somebody back hard. Uh, I think it was on the final final passage of play that led to their winner. Mm. But wow, just two really, really good teams playing playing open, fun rugby. And mm-hmm. this is an advert for rugby. Unfortunately, right. we're not going to be able to see one of these teams the rest of the year. But right, this and this is one of the teams that you know we you know they talk about making the spectacle. Wasps make it a spectacle, whether they win or lose. It's a fun match. It's an entertaining match. You're going to want to watch it. And right. um, you need more of that. So, again, better leadership at the Prem, and you'll get that. Fix your goddamn website. Yeah. And fix your goddamn league. Yeah. Oh, that too. <laughs> like, yeah. That's just part of it. Yeah. That's a that's a small part of the whole thing. Oh, is this Odendahl? Yep. 
Offload. Oh, oh God, Bassett. I think we're watching this. Yeah, we're watching the same. Play. <laughs> There's no possible way. <laughs> There's no possible way that I could tell you that we that we knew that we we <laughs> are apparently we have not known that the whole time we've been watching the match the, the same way. Yeah. Uh, this for this whole time. <laughs> There's no possible way that we knew oh. that we were. In sync with having this on in the background until just now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! Well, that's fucking disturbing in so many ways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's disturbing in way too many ways. Oh man! All right, we'll we'll, we'll sign off with that. Yep. Um, we're gonna head over to the fancy corner and do what we can there. We'll recap Champions League and all that good stuff. Um. If you're not heading over there, uh, we appreciate you stopping by. Um, anybody that wants to shoot us additional th- thoughts on, you know, how the league can go forward, we're open. We're there are bad ideas, but there aren't too many of them. Let's put it that way. Right. <laughs> um, There's yeah. no idea that's worse than what they're doing right now. No shit. Um, yeah, feel free to shoot that that over, and we'll dis- we right. can discuss next week when we, we have a little bit more time. Um, but if you're heading over to the fancy corner, we'll see you over there. Uh, but either way, we appreciate you listening. And uh, thank you. Thank you all for hanging out with us. And um, fancy rugby podcast at gmail.com. Questions, comments, concerns. We'll see you all later. Have a good one. Later. Yeah.